Eclectors, and welcome back to our spooky season spectacular. I just made that alliteration up. Aren't you proud of me? It is time for episode 68, Tarot Cards, on tonight's episode, if you will. I said tonight just because it's kind of night for me, but, you know, I guess you could be listening to this whenever. So, um, really appreciate your tuning into the Eclectic Collection, and I hope that we are providing lots of fun things for you to listen to. And this time, I thought, mm, in keeping with my spooky season, um, tarot cards. So if you've ever gone to a psychic or a medium or a clairvoyant or a soothsayer or a shaman or whatever you want to call them, and um, been read, if you will, sometimes I use real cards, sometimes I use angel cards, sometimes I use tarot cards. Tarot cards are pretty, pretty popular. And I joked in another episode that uh, they remind me of Chaucer's Canterbury Tales. It's funny because if you look at the pictures on them, they almost represent at least what came up in my mind whilst reading Chaucer's Canterbury Tales and, you know, Wife of Bath and The Collector and all this kind of thing. So they have like these um, almost occupational look to them. And some have a little more, uh, they're not really spooky. Some have like a lesser popular look than others, but there's nothing like really horrible to look at, at least just for looking at them's sake. There are people that have doctorates in metaphysics and metaphysics that study um you know, things that are of the supernatural, et cetera. But, you know, if you're doing it for fun and taking it for fun's sake, which is what we're talking about, I just wanted to give you the meanings behind them because I've always been fascinated by folklore, psychology, the occult, et cetera. So I thought, hey, if you're into that stuff like me and what better time than fall, let's talk about it. So without further ado, The Fool. I thought I'd start with that since I am one. You know, April 1st is my birthday, but I'm no fool. So The Fool card generally means that you need to start something new. Uh, there's like a leap of faith involved that comes with the card. So you should just take the plunge. Um, if you're uh, an 80s Gen Xer like me, take the Nesty plunge. That'll mean something to you. Although I have to tell you, Nesty's hard to find these days. More of a Tetley and Lipton kind of person. But anyway, um, love that commercial. So the Fool, it's funny because they don't always mean what they seem. Like the names can be deceptive and don't uh, judge a book by its cover, I guess. So even though they say the Fool, the idea is that not that you're foolish, but that um, you're kind of fooling your your inner fool, the person and the negative that says, don't do that, it's a bad idea, I'm nervous about it. And they're just saying, put that aside, you know, and like, fine, you want to call me the fool, be the fool, go do this. So taking charge and starting a new venture. The magician is our next card. That's something that you've been practicing for a while. You're into it for a long time, could be a hobby, and now you've become a master of that craft and that you're very good at it and that you've become a mentor and they're possibly even teaching someone that. It could be a trade, could be a skill, could be you know, a hobby, a fun thing. And it really comes down to when you uh, teach, they say that you teach uh, most and well what you've learned the most. You know, So it's like you're best at it because you've done it so long and it becomes uh, muscle memory and, and it's almost mechanical. It's kind of like driving, like you, you get to places, you're like, oh, how'd I get here? Because it's, it's just uh, innate. The high priestess. Um, this card wants you to work on your perspective of perceptiveness so that you can hear your unconscious mind better, like quieting your thoughts, if you will. Um, it's a depth of character card. It's supposed to center you and give you an idea of, you know, uh, your chi, if you will. Like, are you off balance? Are you, you know, really focused on what's going on? And maybe listen to your gut. A lot of people don't do this. Um, I always say in matters of money, especially, or matters that are very uh, significant or serious, if you're making a decision and you feel oogie, don't let yourself get the oogs, man. Oogs are terrible. If you feel icky about something that somebody said or you're being pitched something, um, I always joke about the timeshare, you know, when you have a sense of the timeshare speech. And for this, you can get that. It sounds great. In theory, it all sounds great, but when you sign that contract, you're like, you know, if you feel that that icky, listen to your gut. Don't do it. You know, get yourself right. 
Because if you do nothing, nothing will happen. So take a minute, take your time, and figure out what you need to do before you make a move. The Empress is the next card, and that is a uh, an emotional leadership card. It means that you're able to help others, and you're nurturing. You have a very uh, motherly, if you will, personality, and you're a helper. So not that it can't be men, but it's just supposed to be more of a, a parental figure, that somebody that would, that would help out no matter what. Um, the Emperor, which obviously would be the masculine version of this, references authority and leadership. So having a lot of experience, you know, <clears throat> leading to having confidence in a situation uh, about something, you know, being able to go forward and, and be confident that you're doing the right thing um, and, and leading everyone else. Um, next one is the lovers. So the lovers card can actually mean unity with another person. It's more likely uh, about unity within yourself and being whole and independent than it actually is with someone else. It's more of a communal situation. Like it's not necessarily lovey-dovey romance. It's more about having like a partnership or or an alliance or a symbiotic relationship that is, um, you know, this could be very platonic. It could be a work thing. It could be, you know, best friends. It could be uh, just like a partnership. So that's always a, a way to go. But it can also indicate yourself like being whole and um, having that independence. The, um, the Hierophant is all about how you feel about rules. Uh, sometimes it has a significance about structures and how you react to them. Other times it can mean that you have to break out and make your own rules. So it's not necessarily rules are good, rules are bad. It's more that there are rules and then your respect for or against them, breaking them when necessary, but following them as well. So it's not just be defiant. It's about understanding and how you play, if you will, by the rules with them or against them. The next card we discuss is the Chariot. The Chariot is a card about growing and maturity. It's supposed to indicate a need for exercising your will and freedom. So, you know, think about like marching forward in a chariot, I guess is sort of the ideology behind it. And that you would, uh, you know, break out of whatever mental self-imposed shackles you have or whatever possible physical limitations that you might have or whatever environmental uh, limitations that you might have. Like you're just going to, um, you know, be... Uh, take to, you know, take the reins, if you will, be mature, make the decision, pull the trigger, if you will, and then, you know, uh, go forward. And I, ch I chose this of free will, and I'm doing this, and I'm exercising my right to be me. Strength card, the inner strength and perseverance to show compassion in a situation instead of any kind of primal rage and brute force. So strength's more about uh, you know, you're aligning your chi, being calm and not getting into a fight. It's about biting your tongue minding your P's and Q's, being PC, saying what you need to say and being forthright, but doing it in a kind and preserved way, not, um, you know, losing it and rage and getting psychotic and flying off the handle and freaking out. So it's checking yourself uh, with strength and the perseverance to do so. The hermit. So a hermit, of course, is uh, withdrawing from a situation. Anybody that's going to run away from uh, personal reflections or if you do a lot of new things and socializing, you're going to probably not, if you get that card, uh, want to run toward it. It needs to be more of a retreat than any kind of meditation. And it's not just running away from problems, but literally everything, like running away from people, uh, secluding yourself or sequestering from a situation, uh, an organization, an idea, people in general. Um, you know, so if you are kind of to yourself, um, you're more like the hermit, the hermit. And then you might think about that, Again, not just running away from problems, but being able to um, clear your mind, think on your own, and not have anybody else's input, too. It's not necessarily negative. 
It's just more of like an introverted uh, card to play. Then there's Wheel of Fortune. I love Wheel of Fortune because not only is that a pretty cool game show, and I can't believe Pat Sajak's still doing it, but um, Wheel of Fortune, they always talk about the Wheel in the Sky. Thank you, Journey. And there's just this fictional Wheel in the Sky that we've always discussed that's like, you know, positive or negative. And I know in a lot of romance languages, they tend to say, like, they're so-so. You know, you hear Italians say, non male, like, I'm okay. Or you hear Spanish people say, I see, I see, or, uh, you know, mas o menos, like, they're so-so. Instead of, uh, you know, the French, comme c'est, comme ça, instead of I'm good or I'm bad. Because if you're good, it's like you're bragging and fortune's wheel is going to slap you down. And if you're bad, it's like you're miserable and you're you're complaining and nobody wants to listen to you. And they're going to not like you because if you are at the bottom, you have nowhere to go but up. So if you're sort of in balance all the time, not only is your life balanced and your ideas are balanced, but you are halfway. You know, you're halfway in between good and bad. So don't complain. You know, it's, it's, it's right where you need to be. And in terms of this tarot card situation, it shows that you need to recognize cycles, cycles of life. Um, you know, the ups and downs, acknowledging them and making sure that you realize that it is nature's willing fate, you might say, is going to put you in and out of balance. Now, if you rock that wheel, so to speak, and cause problems for yourself or other people, then there's like, you know, karma to be paid at some point. So you don't want to make a problem. Um, you know, don't want to brag, you don't want to complain, you kind of just want to keep status quo as long as you can because the boring, as we have found out in life, is often coveted when a situation is very bad and sometimes a really good situation can turn to be too much. Uh, justice, the justice card shows balance as well and can also uh, show times to make sure that your beliefs are the same as your actions, that you match, that you're honest, uh, your integrity is there in and externally. So you're doing as you say, walking the walk, so to speak, and that you are behaving in a way that you preach that you are behaving and that you're not a hypocrite. The Hanged Man. Uh, that card is controversial because a lot of people think, you know, you're, you're literally hanging yourself out the dry. Not necessarily. This is a sacrifice. You need to sacrifice something and put others' needs above your own is what this is supposed to indicate. And it, it could be uncomfortable, but it's important in the end. So it's really about a sacrifice. You taking care of someone or something else out of necessity or out of um you know help out of need out of compassion the death card very misunderstood commonly uh misread it it doesn't mean death it's not an actual death people see that and they're like oh my god who's gonna die no uh and please don't be afraid of it it means that you need to let go of something old and accept the new thing so it's not a death as much as it's a uh a departure from something that was happening before and acceptance of something new. It doesn't have to be a good or bad thing that was. It's just um, the way it falls, is that it's a, a new thing coming your way. The temperance card uh, talks about moderation. So you need to get uh, a more um, go-with-the-flow kind of attitude about things, it being patient and willing to adapt to new situations so that you're not you know, you're not drinking too much, you're not eating too much. If you have a vice like smoking or gambling or something, you're not doing it too much. You're doing it temporarily so that you're enjoying it and it's a hobby, but you're not trying to hurt yourself or, you know, imbibe too much or do too much. Um, Dave Matthews, too much. So you're going to, uh, you know, be temporal about it. And if everything, again, is in balance and you're even, then you're not going to have problems and invite uh, situations that are bad into your life. The devil card. So it actually represents, sorry, fear and temptation. Uh, it could be a dark time is ahead. I hate dark times in the kingdom. Why do they always have to surface? But it will teach you something important. So it's it's a fear and temptation that's coming your way. Something that could obviously be a challenge and you have to kind of deal with it. But um, that's life, right? So you have to just kind of muscle through 
but there was usually a lesson attached. And even if you have pain in the end, uh, I had a friend who was a wrestler and he always said pain is weakness leaving the body. That might be true, but the reality is while you're still going through pain, it's hard to replicate. You remember you had it, but you don't actually ever again feel like you did physically or mentally in it. You can relive some things and it's unpleasant and you don't want to necessarily revisit the uncomfortable, but try as you might, no matter how hard, if you are a person that tends to live in the past or you're a person that looks to the past for help, which isn't a bad thing, um, you can't relive it. Um, Great Gatsby, you know, can't relive the past. Best theme there was. So um, you might have those negative experiences and you might feel sad when you think about them, but you're never actually going to go through that physical or mental pain again. So it's a lesson to be learned from it and that that pain, that package, if you will, that suitcase goes with you to remember whatever the lesson is that was valid from it. The Tower card. Lots of people are afraid of the card because it is typically seen as a negative card. It's a sudden, unforeseen, traumatic change. And once this change happens, your lives will be better in some way. But most people perceive it horribly because they don't want to go through that change. They don't want to have that, that moment. And it's literally this ominous tower that like appears out of nowhere. Um, I guess like a, from a safety or security point, it's messing with the current landscape, you know, or you might even think of it like a battle. Like here's this thing I have to overcome and it's just stuck in there like a tower, you know, people looking against you, tower of terror, if you will. And um, people always get nervous about that one. The star card is a renewed sense of hope, uh, looking, you know, positively to the ethereal, to the stars. It's a very positive card, and it comes right after the tower in the deck, and that relationship shows uh, shows you that how often and uh, after a hardship that a star will, uh, you know, show something good. So it's coincidentally the way it is in the deck. That doesn't mean you're going to pull them in that order or necessarily touch them when you're being read, but there's a reason for that. So it's sort of like the silver lining, if you will, like after afterwards, it's the, the brightness after the uh, the dark time. The moon card is usually a little bit of a fear for people and it can be seen negative because it can mean a period of depression, which is funny because the moon, I mean, the moon gets a bad rap, right? So it's nighttime, night's associated with fear and scary characters, I guess sometimes, you know, be wary of those who travel at night. Um, the moon is also, oh, you know, loony, lunatic, lunacy, luna, moon, you know, that's that idea of moon day, Monday, day, the moon, it's uh, the 13th, never good. And if it's uh, the other night, um, you know, it's a new moon, and if it's a full moon, especially in the 13th, people say it's like cycling changes, tides, you know, it messes with everything physically and mentally, you know, werewolves, the whole bit. So there's a lot of negativity that is associated with the moon, which is a bummer because it goes around Earth and it is ours. But the depression of it is, um, you know, just whatever it's reminding you of. So it could be a, a saddened time. And remember, just because you ha- you're depressed doesn't mean that you have depression. They're two different things. You can be depressed about something for a while, but to be in a depression or suffer from depression is a totally different uh, t- different gig than if you're just depressed for a specific incident that is sad that you should be upset about. Uh, the sun card in, represents freedom and growth, and it can also bring prosperity. So it usually comes after a time of struggle. Not to say you're going to see the sun after the moon, but same idea. You have like the night, I got through, I woke up in the morning, yay, thanks for this day, I'm here. And now I can like move forward and sally forth to my next uh, Don Quixote de la Mancha adventure. So it could bring you growth and prosperity and a freedom, uh, you know, to overcome that negative thing. The judgment card reminds you to let go of your past. It's a pivotal point and it usually is uh, finding your place in the world, finding a purpose, 
or maybe even through redemption, sort of like the, the crossroads, the why in the road, you got to pick a side. Which is it? As much as I can't stand Robert Frost because of the torture that I was put through senior year in English at uh, college, I could tell you that the road less traveled is so in my head after that because the person who takes the road less traveled is usually the person that uh, actually does better in the end, but everybody goes for the lit path and everything cool. And that's not always where the um, cool adventures lie or the it's not always the easiest path, the dark one, but um, there could be good that comes out of it. So it's usually a turning point, some major, major decision, and it can be integral in your life. The last card we talk about today is the world, and the world card is places the biggest emphasis on keeping a balanced life. You'll see that theme throughout. It's equal attention to be placed in all aspects of your life, your emotional and your physical and your spiritual and your mental life and the different realms of thought and keeping the balance for your whole life in check all the time. And as much as a lot of these cards, like the Wheel of Fortune or whatever uh, reference balance, this is the whole enchilada, if you will, of everything. So if the world is you, then each component or facet of the world becomes balanced, stays in balance, and it's something that you're able to do uh, efficiently and effectively for your entire um, world. And you know, you're going to have times when you slip and it's not good, but it's something that you should be looking at all the time. And it, you know, it's like the guy with the plates. He starts spinning a couple plates and they're up, and then one starts wobbling. you got to run back to that one before you can get the next plate going. So you're constantly running in check and, and trying to run um, life interference, if you will. So hopefully that provides you with some fun today. If you liked what you heard, then check us out at eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or listen to us on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Thanks for listening.